And as we see the world around us, it feels like we need a little bit of peace coming in and through our days. Both peace in troubling circumstances, of which y'all had a crash course over this past year and a half, from the pandemic to the unrest in and through our country, as well as the charge is to construct and cultivate environments of peace wherever you go, whether that's your dorm room, whether that's the major you're a part of, the sorority or fraternity that you join, the housemates that you live with, that y'all will be agents of peace in those environments. And I think our passage today from Philippians illustrates how we can do that as believers. The first part of being a peacemaker is aligning ourselves with joy in God's world. Um, Philippians starts off with this charge in which I had a very wise professor once tell me, whenever you see something repeated in scripture, pay attention. So I'm passing along Dr. Youngblood's advice to y'all right now, where it says, rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again, rejoice. And this isn't a rejoicing that's monotonous, but it comes from a place of deep contentment and alignment and orientation with whose you are. Ladies, since our gentlemen aren't joining us today, y'all are Christ. You are deeply beloved children of the Father, that when everything else around you might tell you that you're failing, you are not good enough, you can't do that, whether it's other people or yourself, remember whose you are. You are Christ. You've been bought with a price. He is proud of y'all. He is excited for y'all. He is loving y'all. He wants good things for each and every one of you. He's your heavenly father who loves you. He is your savior who cares for you. He is the wonderful counselor who will be able to come alongside you in whatever situation that you're a part of. And God will also mother you sometimes, just as you are always his child. No matter if you're 18 or 80, you are still one of his. And because of that reality, we can rejoice. We don't have to do anything to earn his favor or his merit. It's the only situation you'll ever be in that you're gonna have that kind of love. So relish in that. Rejoice always in the Lord. Because when we rejoice and when we worship, we orient ourselves with what God is calling us to do. It gives us community and communion with our Heavenly Father. And through that, when we marinate in his goodness, in worship and in praise and adoration, it changes us. I had a, my mom always used to say that sitting with Jesus is kind of like after you fry eggs and Jesus and his Holy Spirit is like the water because you don't scrub that pan right away because it's going to make a big mess. You sit there and let it soak in the sink for a little bit. 
And worship is like that. It's us soaking in his presence and it softens up the hard places in our lives. Whether that's towards a certain person or whether that is towards maybe an idea that we're growing in, when we soak under his gentleness, it turns us into gentle and malleable people. I love where he says um, in our verse today, let your gentleness be evident to all. What I see right now before me is a group of gentle people. That as I hear y'all's hearts for the poor, for the vulnerable, for your friends, keep that. Stay reasonable, fair-minded, kind, tender, and charitable with healthy boundaries towards those people around you. Let your gentleness be evident to all, no matter what. Because when we're gentle, it changes the environment that we go into. As I think about y'all as peacemakers, you walk into environments and when there is a gentle person in the room, it changes things. That when you are in a heated conversation and there is somebody looking out for the underdog, the person who is reasonable and can hear all sides of a conversation or a heated argument, that changes the room. That changes the resolutions that get made. It doesn't become a us versus them, but it becomes all of us are working towards good and betterment. And last thing, peacemaking is hard. People will not want you to be a peacemaker. They're going to want you to pick a side, usually their side, and they're gonna get frustrated with you when you maybe don't yield to them. And ladies, that's gonna be especially hard because you're ladies, let's be real. And so in that, it's gonna become wearisome. So take good care of yourselves. Nobody ever says this when it goes to college. I'm gonna say, get eight hours of sleep. Like seriously, conflicts will change when you sleep well. Um, And in that, it's gonna be easy to meditate on the people who disagree with you or the situations that are not fully in completion and perfect peace. But when you get to that point, um, in Philippians, they say, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think of such things. Think of those things when it gets hard, when you say, I cannot deal with that person one more time, and it's usually gonna be your roommate, let's be real. Think about those things, meditate on them, because in that, it produces gentleness. In that, it produces peace that we can go forth into our environments as changed people with good boundaries to help bring about the flourishing and the peace of the Lord wherever you go. So senior class, go be peacemakers.